Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hey, everyone. We're Carol and David, and we're excited to welcome you to our podcast, which we're broadcasting from the beautiful Hedonism Resort in Jamaica. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle is all about. David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are, and you know we love talking and learning about everything related to sex and sexuality, sexual health, and of course, sexual pleasure. We love diving deep into the naughty, the taboo, and the unknown, and we hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex, because great sex matters, and we all deserve it. And we're going to be here in Jamaica at Hito 2 all winter long, and we hope to see you too. Absolutely. All right. So are you looking for a sexy, fun, and exciting profession that keeps you on your toes and in the spotlight in the world of sex and sexuality? Perhaps you'd like to combine your passion for sex-positive entertainment and media with your ambition for a successful career. On today's show, we're going to be talking with an internationally renowned burlesque dancer who is also a professional news reporter who interviews people and reports on events totally naked. Oh yeah, and we've been mm-hmm. in, we've been in bed with her naked doing some stuff. We're going to talk about all that later, but first we want to talk about our top waterproof blanket because great sex is messy sex and nobody wants to sleep in that wet spot. So if you're fed up with having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils or silicone lubes to all sorts of sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer, and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely go to Amazon and order yours today. Search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket. Great sex starts now. It sure does, and so does today's show. You know we're Carol and David. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we have a super, super megastar guest that we're so excited to welcome on today's show. Our friend, Laura Desiree, is a successful social media influencer, a naked news anchor, and an internationally renowned burlesque dancer. Absolutely. And we love her so much. We Thank do. you for taking time to be with us today. Oh, thank you for having me, you too. I love you guys. Yay. And you're calling in to Hedonism all the way from New York City, where you spent That's your right. holidays and your extended holidays. So it's so nice to, to talk with you today. And we're hoping that you're going to join us in Hedo sometime uh, over the 69 days that we're going to be uh-huh, here. Exactly. My bags are packed. I'm ready to arrive. I mean, everything fits in my back pocket when I'm at Hedo, right? There's <laughs> there's really no need for wardrobe there, and I love it. Exactly. And the tough thing is you might not have a back pocket right (laughs) oh she's got a little slit in her crack okay there you go i've got another one yeah (laughs) you know this has been a crazy year and everyone's so happy to have it as a new year starting new and starting fresh in 2021 but how has covid19 affected and changed your world and even your sex life well the pandemic has been completely unique in experiencing all kinds of new emotions, new internal uh, traumas in a way. And uh, one of the big elements of my life that I had to kind of put on ice was having that fun, fearless, physical, sexual side to it because, you know, we're, we're not touching each other. We're not around each other in the flesh. So let me tell you, my masturbation game has soared, has just skyrocketed during this. So for me, it's been a lot about exploring independent pleasure and trying out a bunch of new toys and going for fifths and sixths and sevenths when it comes to pleasure. <laughs> yes, round after round after round. Yeah. And boredom sometimes is a good way to pass on pass through boredom as well. Absolutely. Those oh multiple gosh, orgasms are amazing. 
Yeah. Yes. Wish I could do some. <laughs> One day you might learn, David. You know, I can, I, I, can, I can get up to two. Maybe when you come back as a woman in your next life, that's when you're going to do it. No way I'm coming back as a woman. <laughs> I think you're coming back as a dog, right? That's what you always say. He just has to lie there and get patted, lick what? his own I balls. Can lick my own I balls. know. Right? That's his dream to come back as a dog. How crazy is that? Don't have to ask for permission. I could just do it myself. <laughs> So, Laura, you are so sexy and so talented. And tell us a little bit about your journey into the world of sexy burlesque dancing. Yes, uh, I've always been a performer who loves being on stage. I have a background in general acting and taking on dramatic performances. But when I was living in New York City, this must have been in my late teens, early 20s, funny enough, I had very formative years there. I would go out, enjoy the nightlife, and often climb onto bar tops, tabletops, and just let my body emote and express itself through dancing. And being a sexually proud person, sometimes that dancing can be a little sensual. So I kept hearing burlesque. You gotta try burlesque. You should do burlesque. And uh, I was intimidated immensely especially by the New York scene. The burlesque in New York is world-renowned. It's something that is unmatched in any other burlesque market out there on the globe. And I actually, uh, I knew I needed a formal education in a way, you know, just to up my skill set. Because burlesque dance, yeah, you do think of it as the kind of stuff you'd see at a strip club. You do think of it as sometimes very jazz, bossy-like. But it's the way that these influences are stitched together in burlesque that I wanted to master. So there's actually a, a burlesque academy in New York City. I, I studied at the New York School of Burlesque, wow. which was uh, an incredible training. It was a, about a year-long program, I believe, if I remember correctly. Everything from glove peels, stocking peels, tassel twirls, lap dances, feather fans. So it was this wonderful opportunity to learn some of the essential historic side of burlesque performance. You know, you think of uh, uh, Gypsy Rose Lee, you think of Lily St. Cyr, these classic dancers that had these great props and, um, and were these showgirls that had a very sexual edge to them. But you also had this education in things like, yes, lap dancing or things like um, floor work. So that to me was the perfect balance of getting this toolkit together to really set out on a stage and just rock it. Now, does burlesque lead you to a career in dancing? We know uh, some of our friends came from the um, stripper dancing uh, world. Uh, we know Roxy Delight comes from there and she's world renowned. She's won the queen of burlesque a few times. Um, is there a connection between burlesque and sexual dancing and do they yeah. intermingle? Yes, absolutely. Um, a lot of us do have experience in both of those realms. Uh, the dance style itself lends so beautifully to each other. I mean, if you're comfortable on a pole in, you know, 10 inch heels, you're going to be great at burlesque because you know how to isolate your body, how to showcase it like a piece of architecture. It's they lend to each other very beautifully. And oftentimes it happens where uh, a club will book a burlesque performer to be the feature dancer. I mean, I I've performed at strip clubs as the feature performer because I come from burlesque. Now, did I have the option of whether I wanted to offer something like a lap dance on the side? Yes, I did. And did I seize it? Yes, I did. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> so is, the, is it the opposite can, uh, true as well? If you're a burlesque dancer, then it's easy to pole dance? Or is that something new altogether? You know what? Pole dancing... I mean, the closest thing to it is a goddamn Cirque du Soleil know, acrobat. Yeah, you know, it yeah. really is such such a sport and a feat of human ability. I am in awe of pole dancers because, you know, you all think you can do it. You really do. You see the pole and you say, it's a small apparatus. I can work this. But that's a, a level of muscle ability and control that is not so interchangeable. You really have to practice at that. Mm -hmm. And is it something you like to do? Do you dabble with pole dancing or not even at all? I do. You do? I, I, you know what? I like to turn on a little Robert Palmer and strut around it, you know, like I'm simply irresistible and do some dips. And, 
you know, maybe maybe run my hands up and down it, twirl around it, but I do not invert. I've seen some incredible inversions and some daring, masterful performances, and I'm like, I'm not there. <laughs> now, if, if you don't know Laura already, you have to imagine a very, very tall and beautiful Slender. woman. And with those 10-inch heels, I don't know, you must be 6'5 by the time you put on those heels. So That's yeah, right. And it, it, getting that on a pole and up and around and inverted is a lot of work, I can just imagine. <laughs> But oh, yeah. It, it's a, a perf- body perfect, it would be a perfect height for her to stand in front of me and I could just lick her pussy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <Right>? Well, <laughs> yeah, I think she could just stand there anyways and you lick her pussy. You know, it's like right? a short woman and a tall guy. He can, She can give him a standing blowjob. I could just give her a standing <laughs> lick her pussy. That's perfect. No, no, you're the perfect height. It's like at standing, you're, you're breastfeedable and then on your knees, you're pussy eatable. You're you the go. perfect size. Wow. I'm there. We'll there have to go. try that. I got to tell you, Laura, every time we see you and every time we're with you, um, you feel, I, I mean, I feel like you're a performer at all times. You're always on. Your makeup is always perfect. You always look amazing. Um, like, were you born to perform? Is that what you feel? Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Um, I was raised watching a lot of classic Hollywood movies. So, uh, we, you know, as a family, I was raised by my father and we lost our mother very early on. And so to kind of foster the conversation and the grief check-ins and all of that, we ended up spending time watching movies as a family. And we did that every single night. So classic film noirs, big MGM musicals. This was my introduction to how uh, women present themselves, how women carry themselves. So yeah, I've always have a, had a fondness for these big dramatic productions. I mean, it puts high expectations on a partner, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can imagine. Not that we're daunted by you because, you know, we don't have to live with you day in, day out, but you're, just your whole source of energy is there always. You're always uh, yeah. have this huge aura around you of sex positive and full of energy at I all I'm always up for Laura's challenge. You know, we've been in bed with her many times doing Dating Uncovered. (laughs) And uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. But we need to we need to get into what your your life is all about being a naked news reporter. How did you get into it? And and how cool is it interviewing people naked? It's a dream job. I had no idea that there was the perfect job for somebody like me. You know, it's hard to contain and make use of, yes, all this explosive energy and this excitement and this sexuality. But uh, I was doing burlesque in Toronto at the time, uh, programming for a really big, splashy club in the King Street Entertainment District. And I was sent an email on social media by someone who said, hey, I'm a naked news anchor and I would like you to come in and teach burlesque. Can you do a burlesque segment? So I came in and, you know, taught them a little one, two, three. And uh, it was the conversation and the connection that we had on set that day, both with, you know, the, the production team, the camera guys, the producer of the show and with the actual ladies on the show. We all got along so well and it brought out this playfulness that, of course, is wonderful for camera. So I was offered the chance to come in and then audition, which you better believe I went in and auditioned and gave it my all. And within days, it was like, come on, come back in. We need you. And during some of those early months that I was with Naked News, I hadn't revealed everything that I can do. You know, I was excited to read the teleprompter and deliver these world news stories. I was I was excited at, you know, even little things like the wardrobe that you eventually peel out of. That was fun to me. But then I started thinking production. I thought, What do I want to bring to this show? Well, I know how valuable conversations and storytelling is with people that really beef up our message, our philosophy, our brand. And so I started thinking, I want to have conversations with people that are uh, controlled by me and um, really crafted by me. And and having a background and an affinity for media I, I it fell in place perfectly. I said, give me a chance to build a couple segments. And sure enough, then I'm interviewing people. I'm hitting red carpets. I'm building segments for not just myself, other uh, castmates on the show. So it just kept flourishing and, and opening and and the aroma. Like, what can I say? It's just it was all very beautiful. And, and I'm still enjoying it at that level of satisfaction. 
Wow, that is awesome. But uh, who, anybody who's ever heard you talk in an interview, and even today as we hear you talk, passion. the passion comes out in you, but also you're obviously very bright and newsworthy, and you have the information, and you're, you're quick with your words, and you're, I mean, really a professional. Every single time we hear you talk, no matter what the topic is, no matter who you're interviewing, you're so professional about it, like as if you've been doing it all your life. It, because it's a genuine curiosity mm -hmm. most of the time. I think that's the key to having uh, a purposeful conversation is, you know, someone might have an expertise in one genre or another, but, you know, you've got to bring some sincerity to the table. What's a genuine curiosity for you? And, you know, maybe steer from the kinds of questions your guest usually gets, right. you know, like mm -hmm. I like to find that human quality in a person and nothing makes us more human than our sexual identity. Mm -hmm. That is so unique. Yeah, I have to so say. So I like to tap in. Yeah, I have to say you turned Carol because the first time we met you uh, over here at Hedo, um, Carol was like, "Okay, do I go topless? Do I wear something on my bottom? What do I do? My hair, my this, my that." It was that. a few years ago. It and, was. It and, was, and we definitely were not into being naked in public. That was right. not our thing. But you made <gasps> you made the interview process so simple. I mean, you were there naked, and Carol, like she said before, had yeah. this most amazing body, and then. All of a sudden, now we can't get Carol to put her clothes back on when she's on camera. <laughs> well, Carol never should. Should we talk? Can we just make a moment here to worship and celebrate Carol's incredible tips? Absolutely. I'm serious. I have never and still have not found a pair that beats them. They are just triumphant. Don't ever bundle them up. Don't ever. <laughs> triumphant tits. Thank you very much. I do have to give credit to my great doctor. He's one of the best <laughs> breast doctors in the city, Dr. Schwartz. I think he's actually retiring this year, but yes, I have to give the credit to him. They're about 10 years old now, and they're doing me just fine, so I'm very happy wow. with them. And I do oh, get yeah. lots of compliments. Thank you for noticing. Yes, yes. <laughs> Hopefully, you're going to come down to Hedo and join us here, and um, you're tits and her tits could meet uh, nipple to nipple. They, you know what? They, they have a long overdue conversation. <laughs> Except my tits to come to your belly button just so you have to crouch down and I'll have to stand up or on my oh, tippy here toes. Comes, here comes a fantasy. David's in trouble now. Okay. I like when my fantasies come true. So Laura, you know, not only do you do Naked News, you also do Talk Naked podcast. Yeah. Um, people know it's up on Archery. Uh, we almost co-produce it with you. We piggyback on your expert guests and your amazing interviews. Why did you guys go ahead and create Talk Naked? So the Talk Naked podcast, uh, it's, it's obviously an extension of, of Naked News. Those are all interviews that have existed on Naked News where we have a very structured show. So our daily show is about 25 minutes, and within that, we have a bunch of segments. So the segments for interviews are usually around four to five minutes, and I'm always content and blown away by what our editors do, but there is this little ounce of heartache in me that says, but there was so much more to that interview, and there were so many moments that I, I want to see featured. So I said, let's release these things long form. Because even the exchanges that we have uh, when we're rolling, the conversation moments that maybe aren't a question, maybe aren't an answer, it's just, it's, it's spontaneous. Those moments are valuable, especially when we're talking about some challenging material, which, you know, everyone has a different degree of comfort in discussing sex. So this podcast is about getting those conversations out in their full glorious length. And it's a wonderful variety of guests. I mean, I, I wanted to make sure that our guest, uh, like our episodic, has enough of a variety in it. I didn't just want it to be asking a porn star how to give the best blowjob. I think that, you know, after a while, we're going to be itching for more. Right. So I wanted to talk to medical professionals in the field who, you know, deal with whether it's erectile dysfunction or whether it's sex and intimacy for lifelong partners. You know, I wanted to have that educational element, but then I wanted to save space for some people who are just unique storytellers. Maybe they're involved somehow in adult or pornographic industry in some way or another. Maybe they're a toy maker or they're a filmmaker that uses a lot of sexuality. So it really is just trying to make conversations about sexuality more accessible for the listener. That's the goal of it. That's, that's amazing. And what we've done with Talk Naked is we've um, extrapolated that even more. And because some of the interviews that you have done have been so tremendous, but they're so <laughs> 
tiny, we've gone out and reached out to some of those guests like Dr. Valerie Popple and Erica Jordan. And we've done a full one hour interview with them on their passions. And I mean, Erica Jordan just recently did a great show with us telling us all about, you know, her career. Dr. Valerie Popple was all about. It was a two segment we did. Two segment. It was the last Hedo show we just put up. And she talked about BBCs, which just uh, she got into big back, big black. Clits. Um, she got <laughs> nice. into Jezebel. She got into swinging, and and it, it was amazing how you know you found this amazing person. Obviously, you don't have the time like we do to do a full hour episode, yeah. but you know that's how us and Naked News and Talk Naked work together. A shout out to Lucas. Uh, he's sitting in Toronto somewhere in quarantine, <laughs> not being able to move. We're going. We're here in Jamaica. You're in New York. Hopefully, coming there. And uh, Lucas, you know we love you. Sorry, Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> please. Yeah. So, Laura, just hang on a second. We just need to take a quick shout out to one of our show's sponsors, and we'll be right back after this. Just reminding you that this is a sexy lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we're talking with naked news anchor Laura Desiree. So, stay right there. We won't be long. So, you know, people have been asking us what's changed after four years of doing the podcast. Well, a lot has. But to be honest, the orgasm gap still remains a challenge for many couples. You know what I'm talking about, men tend to finish before their female partners. You've heard us talk about Promescent for years. Their urologist-developed FDA-compliant delay spray can help men last up to 64% longer without loss of sensation. And it's great because Promescent is quickly absorbed into the penis and it doesn't transfer to your partner. And speaking of your partner, I think we can all agree that sometimes women, even when alone, still have challenges around reaching orgasm. So now, Promescent has created a female arousal gel. I love it. It's a clitoral stimulant that she can rub into her clitoris for increased pleasure and a lot more satisfaction during pretty much any type of sexual activity that you can think of. Absolutely. So now they've got promescent delay spray for him and arousal gel for her. So basically, they're closing the orgasm gap on both sides. And remember to check out their amazing lubes as well. Yeah, trust us. Try these amazing products and you'll thank us later. Seriously, just write to us at ask at and tell us how it went. So try Promescent today. Just go to the website www.promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com. Yeah, and now, and especially for a limited time, if you enter Sexy Lifestyle 15, you'll get 15% off every order. And remember, tell your friends too, that's Sexy Lifestyle 15 for 15% off. All right, we're back. You know, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We want to take a minute to remind you about our partnership with altplayground.net. That's altplayground.net. If you're looking for a sexy and erotic, open-minded online community to find compatible people and events in your area, then you should join altplayground.net. It's an amazing lifestyle site that's expanding daily and includes lots of amazing lifestyle resources that will connect you with other open-minded, sexy, and erotic people like us. So go check it out today. That's altplayground.net. Alrighty. You know this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We're Carol and David, and we're having an amazing discussion with Laura Desiree. She's the Naked News anchor. She's a burlesque performer and a real good friend of ours. So, Laura, in today's world where content is king, you are the queen of content between Naked News, uh, Talk Naked, all your social media. Let's get into a few stories where we can talk about some of your favorites. Uncensored. We want uncensored. Yeah. Do you have a favorite interview that you did sometime during your career that you can share with us? Something juicy and yummy? You know what? Interview-wise... They are, they're all so special in their own way. We were talking about Valerie Popple, funny enough, just earlier, talking about Dr. Valerie Popple. And uh, I had an interview with her in, uh, we were on a cruise ship going up the Danube River. I believe we were approaching Vienna and we were laying in bed naked. And uh, she's a very stunning, very aura-driven person, big, sexy uh, electricity coming off of her. And we're talking about her specialty in uh, assisting and educating people with uh, Asperger's or autism into having a successful sexual life. 
And this one, I mean, I don't know what came over me, but I was brought to tears. I, I was in the middle of the interview brought to tears. I thought the work and the focus, the, the, the specialty of this person and their life's work made me so emotional. I do have a, a family member who does, who's on the spectrum. And so, you know, you when you have experience there and you know that there are people that don't have the opportunity or don't know that they have the opportunity to experience the greatest gift of this life being sex, you know, you, you meet someone like Valerie and you're floored. It's just so beautiful. And it's like, it, it like it made me cry and I'm sitting there naked. You know, that yeah. was a funny thing to have happen. But, you know, there's also the slew of celebrities. Okay. There's a bunch of celebrities that I love chatting with, whether it's Canadian pop punk superstar Peaches, who is one of my favorite electro legends. Uh, she happens to do a bunch of really, really out there songs and tracks. I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of her approach to sexuality. So we always, we've chatted a couple times. I love Peaches. Uh, aside from Peaches, I had a great time on the Toronto International Film Festival circuit i was handling the red carpets and get this i did not expect naked news to have any place on the red carpet at at tiff because it's prestigious and corporate as hell and i'm a naked person but i put on a blazer i didn't put on a bra though i put on a blazer <laughs> and i was at the ford versus ferrari press uh junket and that was the film that came out with Christian Bale and Matt Damon and uh, a couple other big actors whose names are, I'm sorry guys, escaping me right now, but it was one of the biggest films at the festival that year. And as we're sitting there in this room together and all these press people, mostly press guys, are putting their hand up asking about, you know, the, the reality of the cars and the, the, the bullshit blah, blah, blah production, how many days did it take, how over budget, whatever it was. And I said, I've got one shot here. I put my hand up and I looked Christian Bale in the face. And I said, Laura Desiree, Naked News, this question is for Christian. How did it feel to punch Matt Damon in the face? <laughs> Which he does in the movie. And that little moment, I'm calling it an interview. I call it an interview to this day. That little moment got retweeted, reposted in the Toronto Star, was a big piece of headline news. And I just thought, Hell yeah, of course, because this is what people want to know. Right. This is what's interesting and exciting and fun. We want to have fun here. And did he love the question? Did he answer you? The whole cast cracked up. Uh -huh. They were laughing. And it was nice because it broke all that intensity of being in a press setting like that. Like, you know, it, it was it's very intimidating when they're all up there with the lights on them and people with, you know, from City TV or from Entertainment Tonight or whatever the, the outlets are. And here's Laura Desiree from Naked News making the room laugh. I mean, what a victory. You go, yeah, girl. absolutely. So was it <laughs> was it a stunt double or did he really hit him? I want to know now. He really hit him. Wow. He really hit him. And he said it was great. He said his face is just so punchable. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that means. I don't know. I'm not a violent person myself, but I can't imagine something being punchable. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that sounds like a whole lot of fun. Actually, I, I watched a lot of your interviews when you were at the TIFF that year. It was really you was yeah. so well done. And when I compliment you earlier about how professional you are, it just goes to show you you're right there with all the top other people and you absolutely came off like without a hitch at all. It was unbelievable. It, it was very good for, done. It would have been cooler if a blazer came off. <laughs> well, and that, I, well, trust me, I found I did do some moments of flashing and I, I sent the, the, final, the final highlight reel. I sent it to TIFF and no one was upset that I took a moment and flashed like I, I made that happen I was sure to but you know it was such a rush I mean standing across from Renee Zellweger or Jennifer Lopez or you know just these mega stars you gotta be able to hold your own you gotta be able to do it so it was a great experience for me and I still call it one of my career highlights I would just say congratulations you did an amazing job absolutely thank you so much wow. So do you have one of your favorite segments that you created for Naked News that you could tell us all about? It would be, uh, this one isn't a specific segment because we haven't coined it one yet, but it would be red carpets. For me, whether it's at an event like the AVNs in Las Vegas or the XBiz Awards or the Inked Awards, a, a tattoo, a, a, a tattooed porn star award show. You know what I mean? Like I love red carpets the rush of it it's everyone's there 
to be adored and be worshipped in their own way. And that's something that I love to do. And it's a, it's a schmooze ability that I enjoy. And I love that rush of production. So that would be probably my favorite thing I do on the show because it also gets me some good travel and some nice hotel rooms. So that, that would be headlining. But I also... Uh, I built uh, a health and wellness segment for Naked News called Nude and Improved, where I go out and I try a bunch of uh, better, healthy living uh, treatments, whether it's, you know, a float tank and I do it naked or whether it's Botox, which, yes, I kind of I kind of got some free Botox. Didn't <laughs> Yay. <I>? That's <laughs> always good. <laughs> it was for the show. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not that you need Botox today, but believe me, at my age, yeah, it comes in handy every now and again. <laughs> uh, it's one of my favorite things. Oh, that's awesome. All right. What about the most awkward interview situation you've been in? Oh, my God. Most awkward. I mean, I definitely get awkward from time to time. That's That's a human reality, everybody. Please don't get down on yourself if you have an awkward moment like you don't remember the question you're about to ask that happens to me all the time i was on the red carpet in las vegas for the avn awards this was the most recent one so 2020 uh one of the last things we did before the world got shut down and this iconic performer is is walking down the carpet and he's this seasoned male performer his name is tommy gunn and he's a legend and as he approaches, I freaked out and said, oh, my God, Tommy Pistol, Tommy Pistol, <laughs> which is the name of another performer. And I went, I proceeded, get this, it's so bad. I proceeded to do an entire interview with Tommy Gunn. And I'm continuously saying, thank you, Tommy Pistol. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And he's giving me this look. And the minute he walks away, my camera guy goes, that wasn't Tommy Pistol, Laura. <laughs> and I was mortified. So what I did was then I just brought it up to everyone on the red carpet. That's how you make it normal, right. right? Someone would say, how's your day going, Laura? And I said, well, I called Tommy Gunn, Tommy Pistol. And they all said, oh, you're a dead woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that. my gosh. That is funny. What a funny that. story. Yeah, Absolutely. I guess I guess over the time, over the ages, it just it has to happen. Obviously, those things can happen. Yes. <laughs> it does. So, Laura, you know, we we love you and we love doing interviews with you. We've done a whole bunch over this past year because of COVID. Um, I think at last count, we're at about 20 different segments that we've done together. Um, yeah. We want to know which one you've enjoyed the most yeah. with us. The, the best one was us in the bed together because how comfortable were we? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. We weren't standing, holding some posture or pose. We were under the sheets. Our legs were touching. Our bodies were warm. All of you listeners get the idea. You know what I mean? Like, it was the most comfortable. We had pillows propping us up. My goodness. I could have I could have stayed there for the rest of the trip. And you know what was <laughs> the best part of Dating Uncovered, those, those uh, segments that we did? is we were all yeah. so in sync, everything was one take. Yeah, absolutely. We always do one take. Yeah, exactly. It's one take. It's one and gun because we know we're we're kind of we're kind of good at this, right? Yeah, right. But the the fun part about that being in the bed on the cruise ship, that we were on that cruise ship going to Alaska, if I recall correctly, right? Um, yes, that was Alaska. We really were naked under the sheets, you know? It's not like, yes. we, although it wasn't clear because, you know, the sheets did cover us, but we really were naked under I wouldn't there. Have done we it. I wouldn't naked. have done it otherwise. Yeah, and David was in a sandwich. He was in the middle and had the two girls on either side of him. Lucky boy. <laughs> Lucky boy. Yeah. So let's let's oh. let's move on because we're going to talk about sex a little bit later in Great Sex Matters. Love it. But let's talk about social media. You are a major influencer out there. You're on a whole bunch of different platforms. Do you do it because you love it or is there some financial reward in it for you? Both. This is definitely a case of both because let me tell you, it's exhausting. The more you build it, the more attendance it needs, the more maintenance it needs. So for everyone that's feeling that their following isn't impressive enough, there is a lot of work that goes into building it and keeping it happy. You gotta feed the fish. Yeah. And of course, there's so many restrictions on social media these days with what can and can't be shown. I mean, every day you're living thinking, is this Instagram account gonna get shut down? Right. Because that's kind of the only way I, I get things out to people these days is Twitter and Instagram. So that's that's a reality that we live within. And 
of course, you know, you feel great and you get the likes coming in and you get the, the, the messages and the confirmations that you're worshipable and you are desirable. It feels great. Uh, and it's, you know, it has helped other, other uh, avenues for me in regards to like content creation on a fan platform. I do have a fan platform. It's on tempted.com and I'm able to pull a lot of my audience from Instagram that want to see that explicit content or that naked uncensored content and they get the chance to see it on this other page. It's just, it, it weaves it through beautifully, but it's exhausting. It's mm -hmm. the first thing I check in the morning, the last thing I check at night and it's nonstop. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I agree 100% because that's yeah. part of what I do all day long. And I, I mean, Dave is yeah. not involved in that part. And I tell him that I spend maybe two to three hours of my day just doing social media. And he's there like, how can that yeah. be possible? But it, it absolutely is. It's craziness, really. Yeah, it's it's nonstop. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about your, your platform, tempted.com. Yeah. What kind of well, content do you make and how often do you make it? How does that how does that play in your your daily role because you have a full-time job as well? I know, right? It's you would you would think there's no time left in a day. Yeah. It's there certainly feels like it some days. Tempted.com is a place where I'm able to share my video and photo creations that are like I said completely uncensored and before burlesque before nakedness before everything I was in school for uh, independent film like I was in I was in a, a program in New York City for film production I'm a huge fan of filmmaking and obviously I use a cinematic approach to creating these erotic artful smutty pieces I do a lot of um, I guess they're almost collages. Like I'll do a lot of shower collages where it's a video of me just taking the most elegant, uh, slow, sensual shower. I mean, there's something very exciting about soap running down a body. There's something very exciting about watching the way, you know, legs open as you move the soap around a body, that kind of thing. So I make really, really beautiful smut <laughs> really but you do that with smut. a you do it with a tripod or do you actually have a, a cameraman um i do it usually just setting up the camera still and moving in and around the camera but you're gonna laugh at this since i've been in new york for the holidays i've actually hired my twin sister to shoot it and my goodness has that brought us closer <laughs> i keep saying to her we have to we have to get more pussy in it we need to get more pussy in it please and sometimes she'll say to me I need more pussy in this video, Laura. I need you to really like arch it, spread it. Let's go. So it's wow. been a fun, it's been a fun experience. But we both, you know, we love we love filmmaking, and we we're a little highbrow about it. We like to think that it's the finest smut out there. So mm -hmm. anyone interested, tempted.com/slash Laura Desiree, go get it. Nice. Now on your on your um, pages, do you also do masturbation, and do you do things that are even more naughty than just taking a shower? I haven't done any masturbation videos yet. I'm not, I know that that's a, that's sort of a barrier. Once you cross it, you've crossed it. Yeah. And I obviously am a huge advocate for masturbation. Do it as often as you can, people. But um, right now I'm merely enjoying making these smutty little art films that certainly do include rubbing, petting, uh, oiling. You know, I, I make them as sensual as possible, but I have not filmed and streamed and made available a masturbation video yet it's, it gets real close though let me tell you so it's kind of like the burlesque versus the stripper girl you're staying on the burlesque yeah. side and you don't yeah. want to cross that barrier and that's fine that's great it's yeah. it's wonderful it's sexy it's erotic and i'm sure it gets a lot of uh, guys off so that you, you're hitting the mark well, no matter what know, a, ma a masturbation video for me like I'll, I'll be i'll be straight up with everybody here if i'm really looking to get the job done it's my Hitachi magic wand. It's uh, on top of my panties because I like to have a layer between the vibration and my 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 goods. And it's about thirty seconds. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I understand. Yeah, Carol has her Carol has her womanizer and her Hitachi, which but you have alternates. to you have to do the foreplay before the masturbation to make the video at least three minutes long, right? So you that, may as well stick saying. to the floor the the foreplay. May as well just that's do that. It. I've got and I've got the most delicious foreplay you could imagine, people. So come get it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, this has been an amazing segment. This is a sexy lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we're having a, a wonderful discussion. Very 
with Frank and an open discussion with Laura Desiree. She's the anchor at Naked News and she's also an internationally renowned burlesque dancer. So coming up next is our favorite segment, Great Sex Matters. But first, another shout out to one of our show sponsors. So stay right there. We won't how, be long. How cool is it that one of our show sponsors is Hedonism Resorts in Jamaica, where we are right now. It's one of our favorite places to hang out naked on the beach. And it really is the sexiest place on earth where you can be as mild or as wild as you'd like. We're going to talk to Laura about it in just a second. And as you know, we are here at Hedo. We've escaped winter 2021 we're going to be here till march 26 broadcasting live on location most of the time naked because that's what we do when we're here at hito so come on down join us for a week or even more and you could even be a guest on one of our podcasts we love everything about hito from the delicious jamaican food and the amazing award-winning entertainment staff and all the sexy fun and erotic guests so join us here as we get naked on the beach go to the sexylifestyle.com and click the hito link to book the sexiest and most most erotic vacation ever. Yeah, come on down here, meet us. Maybe you'll meet Laura. I think she's going to try and get down here. We have a whole bunch of other friends coming down. We have Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pierce. We have Kim and Brad. And, you know, it's just a great place to be. Um, and the cool part about Hedo is you need a negative COVID test to get on the property. So, you know, things aren't the safest everywhere, but it's as safe as safe can be. All righty. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and now it's time for our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because... A great sex matters, and we all deserve it. And as you know, we love getting down and dirty with our guests, asking them some sexy, intimate, and personal questions. And of course, Laura's going to tell us all about it. So I, I want to continue before we oh. ask her about her, her childhood and growing up. I have a question going back to uh, her fan pages. So Laura, if you had the opportunity, I know you said you come close to doing some video masturbating, but if you had the opportunity to do like a girl-girl scene, would you do it? Yeah, actually one of the, I have some interesting pieces that are, yeah, kind of girl girly because I did an art installation about two years ago with a girlfriend of mine and we made out for three hours. It was an endurance piece. So we filmed it and it's literally like it's, we changed the timing and it, we speed it up. We pick up the pace a little bit, but I mean, I would call that vanilla gateway girl, girl. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, like it. for sure. And, and what about like a girl, David? Girl David. Yeah, girl, girl David. I see where we're going. <laughs> so that means you're going to put on a wig, tuck it back, and put on some lipstick, right? Uh -huh. Thanks, girl David. Uh -huh. You know, uh -huh. to be in one of your videos, I'd probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the nice the, the thing is about Girl Girl is that you can do such a beautiful sensual burlesque right. feel, and the yeah. two of you together makes it just double or even triple when you put two of you together. It's a very so different, I, it. a, a very different look with two girls together and a girl and a girl. Right, and it doesn't sure. have to yeah. be sexual; it could just be beautiful and erotic and and lovely. And and that's the thing is that in in my more experimental days with burlesque. I did venture into more shock sex content for the stage. I mean, I when I was at the nightclub on King Street, I would take a champagne bottle and lower myself onto it. Like I've, I'm very comfortable in presenting sex. Uh, so maybe it's something that will work its way into some of these videos real soon. Let me tell you, I've been uh, I've been missing uh, having that that performance mm -hmm. out there you know mm -hmm. it's it's fun to do for a live audience absolutely yeah maybe if you come down to Hito uh, you can do a performance on stage we know every night That's there's a right. great show there's a theme every night and um, you know uh, burlesque is always um, well received down there Winston puts on great shows every night yes. um, but he, he always loves having these uh, extra world-renowned performers come in yeah and um, I mean you know Winston we know Winston everybody knows Winston yeah. so um, yeah hopefully you'll come on down All yeah, right, I, I would love to let, please. Let's talk about your childhood. Yeah, were, you talked about being raised by your dad in a family. Well, yeah. you have a twin sister. I don't know if you have other siblings as well, but were, was it an open-minded household? Completely open-minded. We grew up as pop culture junkies. So this meant that nothing was off limits in regards to learning about the big pop culture moments. And my God, does sex make a lot of moments in history, especially in pop culture, things that were too risque for the times. Well, why was that risque? What about it was taboo? I mean, we had these conversations as a family growing up quite often, whether it was 
the wind blowing up Marilyn Monroe's skirt or whether it was deep throat hitting the cinemas. We discussed these things and in many times we would check them out movie wise. I mean, we didn't sit around and watch porn together, but we would definitely talk about it because porn stars are also famous people that have made waves and, and marks in history. So we talked about all these things growing up. We watched and, and consumed a lot of art in many different ways. And it was never kept from us as something that we need to uh, tiptoe around or shy away from. Now, you and your twin sister obviously are very close. You just uh, shared with us that she had the camera in her hand and was doing some of your uh, camera work for you. But is she as open and sexual as you are? I mean, we know you, but is she the same way, the same or the same sexuality irradiating from her? She is a specialist in Chinese medicine right now. So she's a massage therapist. She is a a health and wellness practitioner. And she certainly has a respect and a comfort around sexuality and in, you know, celebrating it through me and with me. And I know that she's got a wild side. I know that Hers is a little bit more private, but my goodness, you know, we're, we're cut from the same cloth when it comes to enjoying our little adventures and exploring sexuality. Wow. Cool. So do you think she would um, be open? Don't even go there. Oh, my God. <laughs> the fantasies Wait, are no, coming no, no, strong no, here. No, 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 no. That's not the question. The question was, do you think she'd be open enough to come here to Hito as well, like with you, and enjoy a great sister-sister vacation? I think she absolutely would. I think she absolutely would because we have gone on trips before. We famously did a trip through Southern California where we, uh, we spent time at a beautiful resort that had a moon, uh, a moon bathing portion of the evening. And we both laid there completely naked on a rock looking up at the moon and everyone was naked. And it was just one of the best twin memories we've ever had. And and she's the most confident person with her body. It's inspiring. Nice, <laughs> nice. And just to set the two of you straight, okay? I was not thinking about me, Laura, and her sister, okay? I was not. I was thinking about me, Carol, Laura, and her sister. <laughs> of course, because you're a swinger. <laughs> nobody get nobody gets left out. You're well. going to love this. Her name is Sophie, and it's rumored that we were named after Sophia Loren because, oh. you know, oh. my family loves sex icons. Right, absolutely. That is That's very cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, so I guess the next thing we're going to ask you, I mean, if you want to bring your sister in on this story too, it's fine. But when did you actually discover what is great sex? This was an incredible, incredible question to really ponder. Um, I, I love this question. I think people need to ask themselves this more or whether they even have an answer for it yet. Do you know that sex is great? I found a great relationship and a great celebration of sex when I started having one night stands which is such a, a benchmark for people to either go in the route of shame and the route of, I mean, we call it a walk of shame for fuck's sakes. That mm-hmm. to me is ridiculous. It's a, a stride of pride. You know, I, I don't see it as something to feel icky and embarrassed and shameful about. I think that uh, one night stands and really wait for this golden retriever. He's gone now. It's all good. One night stands are an incredible opportunity to launch yourself into a an opportunity to to not have to have emotions attached to things you have to be responsible about them though and in those early late teens early 20s when i started bringing these experiences into my life i really enjoyed exploring different approaches to sex if i wanted to feel more dominant with someone that i was really getting along with and we were going to pursue a level of intimacy together i could do that and then say, hey, that was great, that was wonderful, thank you, I'll see you maybe in the future sometime. It's not that it's disposable because it's garbage, it's that it's disposable because it doesn't require uh, a forever place in your mind or in your um, accountability. I think one night stands are amazing and very powerful. And to that point, you don't have to, um, if you're not going to be living with this person forever, you don't have to put no. on a front. You can just be yourself. You can yes. let go. And whether, if it works out and you have another one night stand next week, great. If it doesn't, well, yeah. no harm done. But you have at least put your full effort into having a great time. That's right. And you can take chances there in those in each of those encounters. And let's be clear that there are responsibilities and that means protection and testing. And of course, the uh, adult 
check-in, the conversation. You need to have that conversation to make sure that expectations are not anywhere that you don't expect them to be. Like right. someone's really in love with you or someone had a bad experience. You want to have that conversation. It's essential. It gives you an incredible growth as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when you went through this phase of your life, like you said, that's when you discovered there is such a thing as great sex. And now, that, right. now that you're isolating because of uh, pan- the pandemic, are you like wishing you could just get, are you like itching for it to get back out there? I I miss, I, I am I am so desperate for physicality that I'm willing to have someone just come by and pat me on the head. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like at this point, it's, yeah, it's crazy to think that there was a time when we were out there living like that and and in some ways taking it for granted, you know, in many ways there were parts of life that we were taking for granted and that might have been one of them because, you know, if it is uh, a very uh, active part of your life, then yeah, the minute it's gone, holy shit, you miss it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as swingers, we're feeling the same because we have not had yeah. real, you know, swinger experiences since the pandemic started. Uh, we did yeah. a, a couple experiment things in the summer when things opened up a little bit, but we've been locked yeah. down for such a long time that, uh, you know, it's nice to know that you, um, it's going to come back is all I'm saying. It's nice to know that it will come back to be normal. You don't have to think twice about whether someone's going to touch you or breathe on you or be near you. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. But it will happen. Yeah. I'm sure of it. <laughs> it has to. All right. So we came up with some very special questions for Laura because we've been, we've spoken so many times over the years and our friends at Come Curious interviewed us earlier um, during the pandemic. Well, they have the, their podcast called Fucks Given. Fucks Given. Yeah, we were on their podcast. And so we want to give them credit for these questions because they ask them to all their guests. So... Oh, love it. First question is... Um, tell tell th- us about your first fuck. Your first fuck. Uh, I lied. My first fuck, I lied. It was an older guy that worked at the record store in the shopping mall of my neighborhood. And I was a little high school girl and he was uh, a bit of a burnout, I'm not gonna lie. He was you know, someone who, I don't think he had finished high school. But anyways, we were seeing each other because I couldn't help the allure of this exciting uh, vinyl and CD uh, music lover. And um, I lied, I said to him that uh, I had done it a million times before and I knew exactly what was about to come. And uh, I, it was a lunch break during high school that this encounter took place. And man, there's some things that you just can't, uh, you can't really return from. I mean, there's reactions and body responses that make it quite obvious what your skill set and experience level is. And I had to go back to, uh, to school after lunch. And I remember putting my ass back in the seat and going, oh, out yeah yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, something happened down there (laughs) that's funny and was it good it was no no it was not good it was like seeing new colors that were really bright like Mm -hmm. ah yeah yeah so this little luncheon encounter was it uh in the back of the store was it in a car was it in the alley this this get this I was a couple blocks from my high school so I said hey come meet at my place because no one's home it was literally okay. just one I of those, guess. let's get it done. And was it just a fuck or did you give him a blowjob? Did he eat your pussy? Uh, are you kidding me? <laughs> no. no. It was literally, it was the most mechanical, robotic. I had no game. I had no confidence in that. I was like literally bending to receive, took it, and then was like, oh my God, that was that was a lot. That was what people do this. <laughs> people do this. It's supposed to feel good. <laughs> it felt good later. All right. Yeah. Good, let's you know, let's move on. Up. Let's move on. And I don't know when it was, but what about your latest fuck? A few years uh, later. Fuck, latest fuck was uh, was lovely. I'll say it was lovely. Uh, wonderful person. It was uh, maybe a month or so ago, and I know here I am talking about being so deprived. Um, but it was it was lovely. It wasn't anything. No high production value. You know, candles weren't lit. Lights weren't set to a certain uh, exposure. It was it was it happened, and it was quite animal in a sense because I think we're all hungry. Right. So it it was good. It was quick. It was quick, and you needed more. I'm sure. Yeah, I needed more. Like it wasn't it wasn't enough. Was I like I like nice long reminder. sex too. Yeah, I know. We do we, we do need it, especially now at this time. We need the connection, the yeah. human connection, we need the touch, we need everything. Okay, let's hear about your best Definitely. fuck ever. Yeah. Best you- fuck ever. Best fuck. Uh, so I had been 
I had been emailing with this guy. He's a, a bit of a, a renowned person, so I'm not going to say who it is. But I had been emailing back and forth with this person. Uh, amazing sexting abilities. I mean, the most incredible fantasies were exchanged in email with each other before we had ever, ever met. Uh, we planned for an encounter. This happened in my hometown, Toronto. And this is not a person who is immediately sexy. He was an older, shorter, bald man. David, it wasn't you, but I know, I know for a moment. <laughs> well, there, I'm not old and I'm not short. Okay, there you go. <laughs> it was, it was an, uh, uh, you know, a, a very confident in himself person who I thought, this is either going to be a make or break deal. We have been sexting so fire, so electricity between each other. This is either going to be the best fuck of my life or it's going to be a complete letdown. And it was the best fuck of my life. We went to dinner as in any of us. Yeah, right. We were lying to each other. No one wanted to eat. We wanted to go home and tear each other's clothes off. And when that part happened, I had never been with someone that was so sure of everything they wanted to do to me and everything that they wanted to have done to them. And that was hot. There's a, a, a confidence that you can feel in someone's hands when they're interacting with you. And feeling that excites me. That gets me off. Wow. Nice. That is very calm. Now, that be is hot. Before we ask you about swinging and threesomes, do you have a great girl-girl story you can tell us? Uh, I've dated women. I've, I've, dated, I've dated women. I think they're, it's, it's a different kind of relationship. I mean, there's a, a, a kind of connected, a connectedness that women have with each other that's very sacred, very special. And yes, it is so much fun to have sex with women. I mean, we obviously can, can go multiple times. There's so many different methods that conjure pleasure when you're interacting with, say, a pussy or you're interacting with even just foreplay and teasing. And, and, and so, yeah, I've had some really adventurous sexual experiences with women because you can be so creative. Not saying men, you can't be creative with them, but, you know, women certainly many times require and deserve that level of creativity in the bedroom and they appreciate it and that is so much fun now do you have a preference no i i i don't say i'm attracted to one gender or another for me it's like do you have sex appeal is is that sex appeal there i'm a big fan of eye contact i'm a big fan of sexual prowess and flirting so if you approach me and I feel that and we, you know, our, our neon lights link up and, and harmonize together perfectly, we're probably going to have sex. Cool. I like that's that. Cool. So that's yeah. a great segue into swinging and threesomes. So, you know, uh, we've been swingers for 13 years. Our favorites are foursomes and morsomes. We've been Tejito. We've been on the Alaskan cruise. Shout out to Claudia and Pepe, who are two amazing people, put on really spectacular vacations. But... Tell us about your adventures into the swinging lifestyle, into threesomes, and is that something that makes your pussy wet? Is that what gets your juices flowing? It's, I mean, the more the merrier. It's always, it's always such an experience to have more than just one other body in a bed. I have never had a partner that has wanted to swing with me. Never. I, I don't know why. Maybe I'm not providing the right language or the right approach. It could be. But I have certainly had my fair share of threesomes. And I famously, in, in my sexual legacy, famously had a threesome uh, when I was dating a guy. We brought another six foot tall blonde into the bedroom. And I, you know, she was the guest. She was the, the special guest, and we had a system that we were going to agree to work together as a team and enjoy this experience, keeping communication open. And I was very let down when I said, it's been three hours, I'm tapping out. And I kind of shut my eyes, and I had to listen to them finish in the bed with me. And that was an experience that you know has forever instilled upon me the need to really get you know a serious communication go i mean to really set that and have your partner respect it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because that's how threesomes work mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. if you i love being the guest star in a threesome by the way i'm sure everyone can imagine that just listening to me that yeah i love being the pampered spoiled uh excited guest star in a threesome but working with your partner and another person 
you really need to be prepared for that dynamic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's the kind of thing that makes a swinging uh, lifestyle successful. Right. Communication. And that yeah. communication and that wanting and then learning from it. So if your partner is dedicated to do more and more of these threesomes, then they would have to learn from the situation and make it better exactly. and more comfortable next time. So that's the goal. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. I'm getting hard thinking about all these threesomes mm. and Laura maybe yeah, coming to Hito right? and stuff like that. But, you know, mm-hmm. we're coming to the end of the show, Laura, and we're here at Hito. And like I said, hopefully you're going to come on down and join us. We'll do some great content. But you have been a, 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 a you've been there as Naked News anchor. You've done so many segments at Hito. We've seen you on property in the jungle, uh, um, in the dining room, doing everything, all cool things. I still think the craziest stuff you did was when we were up in Alaska and with the hats yeah. and all that stuff you had on. But that's a whole other yeah. discussion we're going to have. But we want to know about the sexy fun you've had at Hito. Do do guests approach you to play? Do you find guests that you want to play with? Do you play with your cameraman? Like, what, what goes on when you're at Hito? Uh, Hito, for me, is such a wonderful experience to be very connected with people. Yes, I have had my fun at Hedonism. I have absolutely had my fun and made some lifelong couple friends. Uh, I like that. It's a chance to meet these other like-minded folk who also are there to have a sexy adventure. I mean, it's it's unapologetic pleasure seeking, and that's the paradise for it. So, yeah, I've taken uh, I've taken my pleasures there. But when it comes to my cameraman, this is gonna blow minds. This this is gonna this is gonna blow minds. My cameraman and I have the most beautiful professional relationship ever. And uh, I wonder sometimes if maybe one day it's just going to be an explosive moment (laughs) and we're going to go at it. But we have shared bedrooms. We have uh, shared showers. We have uh, we've spent the night sitting up with each other. And I don't there's just this interesting little respect thing where I I mean, I I could probably have my way with him. You know, I probably could. But (laughs) And but then a, I don't know how it would affect the work. He's a great guy. We've met him. He's a great guy, isn't he? Yeah. And um, hopefully he'll come down with you. But, you know, we're here at Hito, and because of COVID, the playroom is closed. When when you're at Hito, do you ever, like, say, you know what, I'm just going to walk into the playroom and see what happens, or, or do you always get invited in? No, I, I definitely go where I please. I go where I please, and that's um, – I, I to me, that's one of the best parts of it. It's choose your own adventure when you're at Hito. I mean, you can – you can walk into the most incredible settings where the energy is there and the sexiest adventure is waiting to unfold. That's why I love that place. Absolutely. We love it as well. And that's why we're spending the whole winter here, babe. We are coming to the end of our show and we usually love to wrap up and leave some, you know, a message or some advice with our audience. So today, why don't you tell us about the passions that you have and why, and give us some inspiration before we leave this day. I, you're, you're letting me do my favorite thing right now. Sexuality is the most important part of our identity. We forget how attached it is to our reactions in the world, to our attitudes, to our perspective. So ask yourself today what your relationship is with your sexuality. Are you comfortable with it? Are you satisfied with it? Have you explored it to the nth degree? Are there corners? Are there attics? Are there basements to your curiosity that have not been explored? Do it. Try a new toy. Try a new porn search. Try a new part of your body and interact with it. Be naked as often as you can. The great Betty Page pinup icon swore by doing naked daily air baths. And the way you do this is you take your clothes off, you open all the windows in your home, and you walk around and you let the wind come in from the street and touch your naked body. It excites you beyond belief. It activates all kinds of comfort and confidence within yourself. Do it. Nice, beautiful. Wow, that's the best ending I think we've had this year. (laughs) Oh my God. Laura, thank you so much for being here. Hopefully, we'll uh, you'll join us at Hito here, and we'll do some great content together. Just take a minute, yeah. tell everyone how they can find you. Well, you can all connect with me on social media, on Instagram, and on Twitter. My handle is Laura X Desiree. That's L A U R A X D E S I R. 
E-E. You can click the link in my bio on either of those pages and get connected to my tempted, uncensored, super sexy, smutty content. It's waiting for you. Yay, that's very good. And of course, if you missed any of that information, you just have to go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, where every one of our guests has their own page, including Laura, with all their information. You can even contact them directly from there. And we're learning more and more every week from all our amazing guests. We hope you do too. If you have any questions at all, you can always send us an email at ask at carolindavid.com. And please remember to stay safe and healthy and follow the suggested protocols issued by your local health authorities. Wash your hands, avoid touching your face, practice social distancing, and please continue to wear a mask. Wear a mask and wear a mask everywhere you go. Just wear a mask. Wow, the end of another great show with another amazing guest. Laura, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. I love you guys. We love you too. And we want to thank all our listeners for being there week in and week out. And join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health, and pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Well, that's it for our show today. Carol and I want to take a minute to send you lots of love, great sex, and of course, we want to remind you to please stay safe and stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 